Welcome to the Manifest with Cat Claire podcast, where we style our thoughts before our outfits and we step into our power. Guys, I'm so excited about this episode with Kelly Howe. She was a dream to chat with. I have been listening to her audio recordings while I sleep intermittently for years. And the results that I have seen when I am doing this consistently in my own life have been mind-blowing, honestly, because it's just crazy to me that listening to a one-hour recording with this amazing technology that she uses called BrainSync Um, while I sleep, consistently can make such a difference in my waking day. Like we say in this podcast episode, it just kind of brings back the sparkle to life and you really start seeing the magic um, that is this amazing life that we live. So I am just really excited to have had the opportunity to chat with Kelly. She's been in this world for in this world of um, self-development and biofeedback and whatnot for such a long time, and her experience is just a gift. So I'm really excited to have had the opportunity to chat with her on the Manifest with Kathleen podcast, and I'm even more excited for you guys to hear it. And I hope that it inspires you to check out her um, her audio recordings, her meditations, the amount of effort that it requires is just so little. Literally just pull up Spotify or Apple Music and plug in your headphones or put in your AirPods and just listen. She has shorter ones. She has things for sleep or for um, working out, for just meditation. I mean, there are so many options. There really is something for everybody. So I hope that this episode inspires you to maybe check out her recordings and also be sure to check out her website, brainsync.com, because she has several other offers there, her meditation masterclass, which is super affordable and great for anyone looking to get onto the path of meditation, especially with someone with such expertise like Kelly. So I highly recommend checking that out. And of course, I will link it um, in the podcast episode notes. So thank you again for listening and taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend a little bit of it with me and Kelly. Enjoy the episode. All right, Kelly, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I am beyond honored to have you. I've been listening to your audio programs for, I want to say like maybe eight years. Um, wow. I really love them and can see a huge difference in my quality of sleep, uh, my day, my opportunities that show up, my email inbox, <laughs> anytime I listen to them consistently. So I want to thank you for the work that you do. Oh, well, thank you for having me on your show. Yes. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. Um, Yay. I just have so many questions for you. Uh, so BrainSync was founded in like 1991, right? Exactly. So yeah. that is, I mean, ahead of, well, ahead of, I feel like the stuff's becoming so trendy now, but in 1991, what was it like getting into this stuff? Well, I was, um, I was working in San Francisco 
at a nonprofit research foundation that was exploring all the effects of different brain machines. Uh-huh. And uh, it was very off the grid, out there, wild and woolly kind yeah. of uh, research going on. And it was Neurotechnologies Research Institute. And so I was connected in with a lot of biofeedback therapists, parapsychologists, doctors. I mean, it was people that were looking for the next, you know, what's the next edge? How do we, how can we get people into deep hypnotic states? How can we get people to meditate that haven't meditated before? And that's really where I cut my teeth and learning a lot about um, brain waves and the effects of sound on the brain. And, uh, and I started making programs for biofeedback therapists, for doctors, and that's kind of how I broke into it. And they all loved it. I bet. Um, I got incredible feedback. I did one a series of audio programs using binaural beats and um, you know, high focus, deep sleep, uh, a whole series of them. And I um, uh, mailed, did an email broadcast, or maybe it was a snail mail. <laughs> it was oh, so yeah. long ago. It must have been, it must have been snail mail. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I did a mailing and um, uh, it was just, the feedback was phenomenal. And I thought, well, if all these professionals are loving yes. the audios, uh, I should be able to go mainstream with it. So. And that you have. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Yeah. So um, I read something that really intrigued me that you um, saw a clairvoyant and like yeah. learned how to uh, meditate and do like audio th- audio right. listenings and totally. of, your, of your own voice. Um, Marcy. Yeah. Marcy uh, Seidel. Oh, she was a uh, spiritual counselor, clairvoyant. Wow. She was highly rated um, uh, with Mensa. They were studying clairvoyance and she came out on top. I had a friend who was, you know, doing this research at Mensa and he was the one that recommended me to her. Um, and, uh, she worked for the police department, finding oh, wow. missing person. Whoa. She was very, very talented. Oh, anyway, yes, I went to go see her. I was in a very dark time mm-hmm. in my life. My mother was dying of cancer. I'd been in a car accident. I had lost my job. I had fractured my neck. I had oh, wow. headaches. I was, had PTSD. It was... And there was more, but uh, so if I went to see Marcy, um, I had never been to a clairvoyant or a psychic before. I was interested in met- metaphysics, mm-hmm. you know, but I really kind of just dabbled in it. I yeah. never really got into it. Um, but I went to see Marcy, and she was the one who said, "Oh, she tuned in to me." And she closed her eyes, went into my subconscious, and she came out. She just went, oh, oh, I had to get out of there. Your subconscious is a mess. You're so negative. And I started crying. And I just said, well, yeah, my mother's dying. You had so much going on. (laughs) Yeah, I had so much going on. And I was mad, too, because I thought, well, gosh. Anyway, she gave me a book 
called Three Magic Words by U.S. Anderson and told me, oh, I don't, don't, you don't even need to read the book, but just read the meditations in the um, back of each chapter Mm -hmm. into a tape recorder and listen to it every night and just take it like a pill. This will cleanse your subconscious. It will clear your mind. And I was very skeptical, but honestly, I was so depressed. I thought, well, what the hell? Yeah, what do you have to lose? Might as well try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I did it. And within a couple of weeks, the change was phenomenal. Phenomenal. My headaches went away. I started feeling happy again. I was optimistic. And then all these uh, magical coincidences started happening. And um, so much so that my life just kind of took off in a whole new direction. I moved out to L.A. I was still working in film production at the time, but Mm -hmm. it it was like I got an amazing job out there. A friend gave me a beautiful house to sublet. I had so much support from the universe. I couldn't believe it. Got very busy. And I put the tape away. And then whenever things, you know, I was grieving, my mother did die. And I was grieving her, of course. you know, the loss of her. And, um, you know, every now and then I would get, I would go back into depression and, and grief and loss. And I'd pull out the audio cassette. Oh, and I'd listen to it, to it yeah. for a few weeks. And it would straighten me out. Oh, that's so awesome. It's so funny, like, how when things get, good we forget you know to do the little not the little things but the routines that help us get back in the swing of things yeah and and mind you this was like in the 80s and it was a weird thing I never told anybody. I was gonna say did you tell anyone you were doing that no no <laughs> nobody are not you kidding soul. no way not a soul I mean weird 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 oh weird my gosh, right I could imagine. but it was like my yeah it was my secret weapon you yes. know and it just oh, I, I would love that It was magical. And, um, you know, after maybe I don't know how many times of going to the dark side, coming up with the tape, going back into the darkness, coming back up with the tape, that I called her and I said, you know what, Marcy, I really, I want to study with you. I I don't know what's going on here, but I want to learn more about this. And would you teach me to meditate? And I'm going to come back to New York. And, And she mentored me. Wow, what a move. Yeah, taught me to meditate, and she was a real taskmaster. What, um, like, uh, in terms of meditating, was it, you know, would you sit in silence and kind of guide yourself after she taught you, or what what was the protocol like? Well, I would see her once a week and sit with her, and it was always so easy when I was with her. Oh, yeah. Because of resonance. And and, her energy, I bet. Yeah. And so I know when I teach groups, it's always easier for everyone when we're in person and we're meditating together. And there's like an entrainment effect that happens. So I would work with her once a week. Then I'd go home and uh, sit. She had me sit for an hour every day. And that was really, really, really hard. And, you know, visualizing white light. And um, it was tough. But yeah. after, I don't know, maybe six months, I really, I, I got you to got the point down. where I couldn't go. I couldn't go without it. And you really saw When I effects. didn't meditate, I just felt like 
the world had lost its sparkle. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just like a whole different frequency. Absolutely. So, I totally understand that. Yeah. Do you meditate? I do. I, um, I, I want to say I started with the secret universal mind meditation. Um, and I listen to that when I sleep almost as often as I can. And then I queue up, you know, a couple, three other ones and play the game. When will my AirPods fall out (laughs) while I'm sleeping? And I always know by what happens in the next couple of weeks, how long I was listening to it. Um, great. And I also do um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's protocols. You know, the the secret universal mind meditation, that is the the meditation that I made. That's the very first one. That's... Yes, oh, that I didn't is it. That. I bought the rights. Wow. I called the publisher. I bought the rights to record. Oh, how cool! The meditation. Yes. Okay. Now, of course, yeah. I know what you're talking about when you're saying the sparkle. <laughs> Nobody listens to the intro, but the intro I say, oh, you know, is written by wow. U.S. Anderson yes. and okay. Daddy Dot. Yeah. Amazing. Well, that makes perfect sense. I 100% understand uh, the sparkle (laughs) goes away when you don't (laughs) listen to it. (laughs) I mean, I I know people are, there are, there are millions of people that are hooked on that audio. It's really, Uh, for good reason. Yes, it is. And it's, I mean, the amount of effort I literally tell if anyone comes to me with a complaint, I'm probably the most annoying advice giver at this point, because all I will say is look up Kelly Howe, Secret Universal Mind Meditation. Just listen to it. All you need is headphones. Like you don't even have to be awake. Just listen to it until you figure out your solution, and it will come. <laughs> like isn't that it's amazing? magical? Yes, it is. You know, it because is. I feel like in this day and age, everyone's attention spans are so much shorter. So if I say, mm-hmm. "Oh, read this book," or "Oh, try this meditation," that's an hour and a half long, everyone looks at me like I'm insane. So I've just stopped saying mm-hmm. that. <laughs> I just well, say, and people Kelly don't Howe, have Kelly to Howe. work. Yes. yes, people don't have to work. You just put it on, you listen to it, you fall asleep. And if you fall asleep, sleep it's even better. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it goes into your subconscious. See, that's the trick. Yes. Um, because as you're falling to sleep, you pass through theta, which is a state of heightened receptivity. And that's where everything goes into your subconscious. You're just like a sponge. All the juicy and you stuff. Absorb gets in there. it all. You absorb all that good, you know, all the good thoughts and messages that are in the program. You just start really they get absorbed on very deep inner levels. Yes, and it makes such a big change in your life. Oh my gosh. Um yeah. speaking of theta, so I had a question for you. So um I became a mother a year ago. And oh. so I, um, theta kind of stresses me out a little bit because, you know, I know my son is in theta all the time. So I'm like, am I messing him up? I'm always trying to be, you know, high frequency around him and everything. Um, do you have any advice about how to, you know, make sure I'm taking care of the state that he's in knowing how powerful theta can be? So back up a little bit. What do you mean you're worried about messing them up? You well, mean- you know, because I know that they're sponges and Theta like takes everything straight to the subconscious forever. Well, not forever until you can change it, but um, or at least that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, Theta also is the gateway to long-term memory. So yes, everything gets absorbed 
and you learn more in your first few years of life than you do the entire rest of your life. Such a crazy thought. Because of theta. Yeah. Yes. So that's why kids are able to learn so quickly and by osmosis and they pick up language. And um, so I would say the only bad thing that you could do, well, of course, there are plenty of bad things yes. you can do to children. But, you know, the main thing is just to be aware that kids go into that timeless, make-believe state and to respect that yeah. because stuff is going on yeah. you know they're you know parts of their brain are developing and that's how the brain develops yeah it's a powerful you know, time kind for sure of, yeah I you know um, if you think about it like when they're newborns they're more in delta right they're sleeping all the time they're just you know mostly yeah. asleep yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> and then they move up you know, they move up the ladder and they go into theta and then, you know, alpha. And then as as kids learn to read and write, beta comes on. So it's all part of the brain development. Yeah. I mean, I did with my son, I did the super baby stuff because uh, I was like, So what yeah, is the super right. baby stuff? Oh, I can't, I can't. I think it's called the, in, the Is it the, um, with the big flashcards and stuff? Yeah, Institute of Human Potential. I did all that with him. And he loved that. I'd sit him up on the bed and I would do the the flashcards. You know, you would categorize, um, you know, animals and plants and trees. And I would just, you just flash them. There's not about, it's not about him getting it right or wrong. You just flash it in front of them in different categories and they just absorb it. And he is super smart. So I don't know if it was what I did or. Wow. Yes. Okay. Wow. I'm so glad you bring that up because I had gotten that stuff last year and I haven't done anything with it. Wow. That's awful. What's the name of that? They, I think they changed better baby Institute. It was called when I did it. Um, human, the, Institute for Human Potential. Yeah, Institute for Human Potential. Uh huh. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Awesome. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, it was just also. I think he loved it because it was a time we were just doing this Hanging thing out. together. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. And I it's better it. than putting them in front of a TV. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, 100. You know? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. I'll have to link that at the bottom of this um, show. How for old people. is it? So he's, one year. He's uh, 18 months. Oh yeah. Perfect so, time uh, for better baby stuff. Yes, I know. Wow. What a um, good magical reminder here. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I also wanted to ask you, um, how has uh, your mystical experiences been? Like what's your favorite one or do you have them often? Or I feel like you know so much and have had quite the experiences. I, you know, what? I have it. I don't, I wouldn't say that I have them often. Well, the big ones I don't have often, mm-hmm. but I've had them often enough to say they have led to a dramatic life change. Oh, cool. So the the first one happened for me meditating, uh, you know, when I was a stu- still a student of Marcy's, and I was really feeling that in my heart that I had a path and a purpose in life, but I didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I would go into meditation and ask, 
the divine, the universal mind, the higher power, super power, God, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. um, I would ask what my path and purpose was. And then I would go into my deep meditation. And one day, that was it. I got, I was deep into timelessness and theta. Mm -hmm. And suddenly this big light appeared above my head in my mind's eye. And it was a big sphere and it came down into my head and exploded. Oh, wow. And oh, in wow. the light, it was like, it practically knocked me off the sofa. I was going to say, and were you about, did you like fall over? <laughs> it was a huge Kundalini experience. Oh, I, you God. know, I don't know. Marcy called it an illumination, oh, an enlightenment, wow. or whatever you yes. want to call it. But these, this light, it just blew up and exploded inside my head. And then it was streaming through my body. And the, there was a voice, and there was knowledge, and there was oh, wow. it was a divine download from oh, the universe. And it cool. said, make tapes. <gasps> and I got a plan. I, I knew exact, like, it was almost like every minute, hour, day after that meditation experience, I discovered that I had more knowledge in my head that I didn't have before. Oh, wow. It was like I was running around inside my head going, oh, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and this is how it's going to work, and, you know, I'm going to get it published, and I'll be in all the bookstores. It's incredible. You know, I just had, and these are the audios I'm going to do, and it was just like it was all written for me. Holy moly. uh, That is a divine download if I ever heard one. (laughs) Yeah. And then the first person I told, I didn't want to tell anybody, but I told my best friend from high school and we were good friends in New York and she was a producer for a show probably way before you were born, but Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, which was sort of a a, a crazy show that was Sounds like something I would like. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, definitely popular in the 80s where they went all over the world and interviewed movie stars and rich and famous people. But I told her what happened and she's like, I want to learn how to meditate. I want to be involved. And I know somebody who will put up the money. Oh, nice. And that's how we got started. And then very quickly, uh, we got a publisher, Bantam. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. And they published 12 audio programs. And the very first one was an immediate bestseller. We were getting flowers delivered to our door and congratulations. It was just like (gasps) That sounds absolutely miraculous and magical. And we got a huge advance because nobody had done this before. So publishers, like now they would never pay anywhere near like what they paid us back then for audio. But, you know, we were... We were the Pioneers. first ones in the bookstores. Yes. So oh, it was a huge so cool. success. You literally had like a genius download. Genius download. That I love is that. So cool. Wow. Yeah. I um asked you if you fell off the couch because I um go to a couple of Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreats and I hadn't been to one in a while. I went to one in September. And I kind of forgot what it's like to be in a room with, you know, 1,500 people doing the same meditation. And, like, the noises you hear are just (laughs) 
<laughs> off the chain, you know, and I forgot I have to like refocus because, you know, you can hear everything going on in the room and you hear one person pop, the next person pop, you know, everybody's having this Kundalini experience and um, it's, they all have these, you know, I don't know if they're having downloads. I don't personally talk to each of them, but um, the noises are just crazy wow. <laughs> when, that energy, when that energy comes, you know, it's, it, it takes you on a ride. So I've heard, I haven't quite had um, something like that. I've had a couple, you know, downloads here and there and mystical kind of experiences, but I'm still at the point um, kind of like you were at the time, like, you know, trying to find my path and purpose and just kind of taking the steps as I find them on my own. But mm-hmm. um, I am excited and ready for my enlightenment to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to really want I mean, that's the key I was thinking about. It's manifest with Kath Claire. I thought, well, what are the keys to manifestation? We have, have to seriously want it. Yes. You know, it ha- you have to want it so much that it hurts. Yes. And, um, and uh, I, I wanted to ask yeah. you, like, when, you know, you want it so much, I struggle with, like, you know, you got to decide and you've got to want and already pretending I like you, I have it. Like I don't, that's where I, I kind of mess no, up. No, I don't think you have to decide anything because you cannot manufacture desire. True. Man, desire is placed in your soul for a reason. You know, it's like you can't, you can't make yourself love someone. You either love them or you don't, you know, yeah. you can't, uh, you know, suddenly want something and then change your mind, you know, like, get rid of it. Right. It's, it's just, it's just something that I think people skip over. And if you don't have any desire, that's okay too. But when you have one, you have to really honor it. And also to be aware, if you're not asking, what do I want? What do I really, really want? If you're not clear, well, maybe you'll go by for a long time without wanting anything. Yeah. But if you start asking yourself, well, what, what is it that I really want? What, what would make me happy? Eventually you'll, you know, you'll, it'll bubble up. Yeah. You'll, you'll feel the desire coming. I mean, I know another mystical experience I had was I really, really wanted to be in a relationship, a a long-term loving relationship, Uh like a really good one. Yes. Like a dream <laughs> magical an, one. Yes. Yes. I had had enough of the bad ones. Yes. And, um, you know, I, one time in meditation, it was like I, part of my meditation was to feel my desire, put it out into the universe and then go back into the meditation, you know, just sort of let it go and just forget about it. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not like try and imagine it or, I would embody the feelings of having it, Mm -hmm. you know, like what would this relationship feel like? Mm -hmm. Um, Like in your heart, feeling in my heart, yeah, yeah. in my body, in my cells. And, Uh and I had a, um, this time it wasn't a ball of light. It was a pyramid that came down a pyramid of light and it came down into my body. I always have these embodied kind of, you know, I feel it in my, it's a very cellular kind of experience. And it came down and I just knew it was going to happen. I was going to meet, I was going to meet this person. 
And I, I didn't know when or how or what. And maybe like a month or two later, uh-huh. I met my husband <gasps> of, you know, it's been what, like 22 years now. Oh, we've been wow. Together. So it, and right. we're blessed. I'm so blessed. Wow. I, I just, it's like I go, there's so many other people, couples we go out with and I'm like, oh, you know, we're lucky. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. What, like, so when the light came down, and I mean, in your feeling with cellular experience, it's, it's like it kind of it almost blessed you with the feeling, you know, already. Yeah, blessed me with the feeling of having it. And you could go around in the world and you already, you, it's like you had that, just the same thing with your med- uh, mystical experience you told me about earlier. You had this like secret, you know, like. Yeah, you and know you fully embody it. And you know, without a doubt, it's coming. Yes. Oh, that so there's is so nothing awesome. to be impatient about. There's nothing to stress about. You just yes. know, you know, in every cell of your being that it's happening. And does it's it like, happening. do you like feel like you're vibrating when you have these experiences or is it just yes, like, yes. Okay, yeah. it's the cellular like vibration. electric kind of. Yeah. yeah I mean, cool. not like jerking, yeah. but but a gentle. See, I like hearing that because I get so. I this is so cheesy, but I get like kind of scared seeing some kind of some Kundalini experiences that I've seen. I'm like, I don't think I really want to do that. When you awaken me, can you just do it kind of gently? <laughs> I don't want to be like yeah. you know, worming all over the floor and stuff. Oh my God, writhing, writhing. No, I yes, haven't I been writhing on the think, floor. I don't, I don't think that kind of experience is for me. <laughs> Or your son. I know, right? Like, can you imagine what happened to mommy? <laughs> yeah, so I love hearing about your peaceful mystical experiences. That's what I'm manifesting in my life. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, um, no, they're pretty peaceful and they're very private. And yeah, of course. You know, it wasn't like I told anybody. It's just between me and and, and God. God. Yeah. And, yeah. What do you refer to like source as in your own personal practice or God? God. You know? I, yeah, God. Yeah, I, I don't in workshops and trainings because people oh yeah it have a divides the, you know I don't know yeah exactly yeah. divides the audience in one way or another um yeah and then I also was reading this pdf that you have about um manifesting from your deep self mm-hmm. so is that kind of the same vein of the That's desires the same that you thing were explaining you, just, yeah. you you have to really get in touch with your desire and you have to give yourself permission to yearn you have mm. to feel your longing. You know, you oh, think of yeah. the Sufi poets like Rumi and uh-huh. Mirabai and all the, you know, they, they, their poetry was all about spiritual longing. You know, it's mm. like wanting that union because say you want to know your path and purpose in life. Well, that's a union for you. That's where you get to unify with your higher self and your, your deeper mission for being here and yes. deeper purpose. So that's mm. like longing for that union or a relationship, you know, you right. long for that unity. It's like, and that you have to respect and give your, people don't like to yearn. I don't know yeah, why. I, and I, I like that you bring this up because I feel like I, I don't know if I read something along the way or what, but, you know, as a kid I yearned and I loved, you know, looking at magazines and I didn't know at the time that I was manifesting things here and there, but the more I've, I think I've been on this journey for like, I would say 10 years, the more that I read and the more that 
I learn, I guess, I just feel like the yearning part I feel like is at least my understanding of it has been don't yearn or, you know, like don't obsess or Why? whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know where I that don't know comes if I pick, from. I'm sure I, I don't know if I picked it up incorrectly or correctly. I'm who, well, I'll where, tell but. you what, one thing is that it hurts. I mean, so if you really want something mm-hmm. and you don't have it, it mm-hmm. kind of hurts yeah. to, to yearn for it. So I think people like to just sort of skip over that, that part, part and then yes. they want to just visualize having it finished. it's done. (laughs) But I say desire and yearning and longing is the spark. It's the ignition. That's how you get the energy. Generates. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. So when you, when you really have a strong desire and it's very powerful, that's big, that's big energy that you can use. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So that's um, not a negative thing. Yeah. No, it's a great thing. That's an amazing perspective. That's very helpful. Yeah. I mean, like how, how deeply can you yearn for a Maserati? I don't know, you know, (laughs) but (laughs) maybe somebody can. Yeah, I don't know know if I can, but. (laughs) No, but. Well, I'm in Florida. It's the land of exotic cars here. It's really funny, but. Um. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's usually, it's gotta be something really important to you, yeah. like meaningful, and that's going to nourish your soul, your heart, your mind, you know, and um, I guess spending time with it is, is, um, where that becomes important part of the meditation. Cause of course, maybe it could start out as a Maserati, but when you sit with it and you think about what, how that would make you feel and pretending you got the Maserati and does that make you feel better? And you kind of follow the desire to the very core. And, you know, maybe that's where uh, you'll find what would really fulfill you. Cause I know for me, like mm-hmm. I'm 100% a recovering shopaholic. Like I love fashion and uh, anything to express myself on, you know, the earthly plane has been something I've been obsessed with since I was a kid. But as I've gone down this path, it's like, um, I spoke with a girl on the podcast the other day and she does breath work and she was explaining how, you know, it's not the Gucci belt that we want necessarily. It's that wholeness, you know, that feeling of, um, wholeness. And what, once you get to that point, I feel like you can get to your true, true desire after that. Absolutely. And so I'm working on that. Um, and not just the Gucci belts. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, you can have Gucci belts and Maserati, whatever, but you know, really, uh, it's the, the main things are, yes. you know, are you doing, what, what are you doing with your day? How are you spending your time? Is it satisfying you? Is it fulfilling you? Are you being nurtured by what you do and who you're with and all those Absolutely. things that in the end are, you know, far more important. Absolutely. Than the most important. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do, so does your husband do this work with you? He meditates, but not or like listens. I mean, yeah, that's kind of how mine is. He listens to your uh, meditations, which I love. I'm like, it's so great. I can just turn it on the Sonos when we go to sleep too. I'll be like, all right, we're listening to Kelly tonight, <laughs> and it's such a blessing to have you. <laughs> Me all the time. I don't think he's going to listen to a tape. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh, you know, I love it. He's, you know, uh, he's a healer oh. and a teacher. So he's, you know, we're, we're on the same. Oh, that's so plane. cool. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. A healer. Amazing. 
Um, also, back to the uh, mystical experiences and not like telling anyone. I feel like when I have, you know, a little secret or like a med- something that happened to me in a meditation, um, I want to keep it to myself. But then it's like, you know, your family, what's going on? Or your parents or my friends, what's up? How's it going? I, I feel like if I don't share it, I'm like lying or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's just like the Catholic guilt in me or what, (laughs) but (laughs) I'm like, why do I get this way where I feel like I have to like say it out loud. And I feel like I've dispelled the energy in some way. Um, not keeping it to myself. I don't know. Did you ever feel that way when you were keeping it to yourself? No. So I just need to just, I really believe in, you know, keeping, keeping things, but that's who I am. I like to keep it just for me. It's like, this is, this is me, you know, this is for me and me alone. Yes. I like that. I feel like I need to like re-entrain my thoughts about that. I'm the oldest. And I also, I also, I do, I guess, I don't know, somewhere along the way I read, um, in in a metaphysical book, you know, that you don't want to disperse the energy of something by talking about it. Like say, if you have an idea, like you can just keep it to yourself Right. Until it, it just feels right. To share. Until it feels right. Yeah. And I think to part share. of it is like the hyper connectivity of everything, you know. It, it, yeah. People get something and then wants. they want to give it away. Like, right. why? Immediately. You know, why? Yeah. Why not just hang on to it? For yeah. A while? Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of what I'm working on. I feel like every time I say it too soon, I can feel the like, uh, not resist, you know, the opposite of resonance happening in my body. Like Catherine, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Why? Just be quiet. Be quiet. (laughs) Keep this for yourself. Oh, don't be so hard on yourself. (laughs) That's probably what I need to hear. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, working on that. So I was really excited to ask you about that. Um, and then, uh, what would you say is your favorite book? My favorite book. Oh, I have so many books. I know, me um, too. Or maybe your favorite you know, book to which, recommend, whichever one. Oh, to recommend? Oh, no, I'm confusing know. you. People, everybody's, <laughs> yeah, well, everyone's in such a, uh, you know, a I would state. say I'm thinking of books that really made a difference for me. Uh-huh. Um, strangely enough, one of the very first met- metaphysical books that I read um was Nature of Personal Reality oh. uh, by Seth Jane Roberts. She channeled it. Oh, I think I heard of the Seth or something. The Seth that books, familiar. yeah, yes. Jane Roberts. Oh. And um, yeah, that book really woke me up to taking personal responsibility for creating my own reality and understanding that we do create our own reality and you know, that, that was, that's an old book. Oh, I, cool. I think it was to, from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely be adding that to my list. I love all yeah. these kinds of things. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big channeled book person. Yeah. But, but that was um, a good one. That, well, I mean, it's where really, you were too, especially like, you know, yeah. everybody has. Yeah. It depends where you are in your life. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to ask, so do you listen to your own meditations? No. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, that would be kind of funny. All you to do is turn on my meditation and ready to go. <laughs> I know. I don't. Well, you know, I listen to, for example, I will listen to Deep Sleep. 
or high oh, focused. Yeah. Um, I have my voice in my head all the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you're like, I don't need to hear it double, a double way. Yeah. Either. <laughs> and then, and then I, I think I just guide myself in medita- meditation anyway. So I don't really need yeah, a guide audio. Yeah. Cause, Cause you I practice learned without, without it. Yeah. So that's something yeah. I definitely want to, um, work on. Cause I'm always, uh, the guidance and the music always have a big effect on me, but I think if I could sit in silence, um, Maybe that would oh, be something I could yeah. work on. Uh, I feel oh, like I, I think just... that's important. I think it's important to do both. I always, you know, the technology is fantastic mm-hmm. and very powerful, mm-hmm. but I think of it as training wheels. So, oh, you know, it'll tr- yeah. entrain your brain waves. You'll learn how to go into theta. You know, you learn how to relax, and then you should take those training wheels off. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a yeah. good. But when it comes to something like sleep and you can't go to sleep or you're not, you know, you're only going to get four hours of sleep, but you want to feel better, deep sleep for four hours will make you feel like you had eight. Because that's, you know, that's almost like, yeah, it's really healthy to get good quality delta. Yeah. Amazing. I never could have gotten through the first year of Galen, my son, <laughs> without oh, that. Yes. Yeah. Man, that would have been saved my life. Wow, I bet. Saved my life. Okay, yeah. Wow, that's really good to know. Um, but with meditation, I think it's important to maybe people are getting too hooked up, you know, yeah. with, with, with All apps different. and. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's a meditation just to turn everything off. <laughs> Yeah. Even if you're so, not, you know, focusing too yeah. much on it or you're don't even know how to get it. Idea. Into- yeah. <laughs> oh, good. You're just giving me an idea. Yeah. Oh, yay. Um, and I have to ask you about your master class that you have. Um, oh, the meditation master class. Yes, yeah. I was reading about that and that's pretty cool. How long have, has that been available? Well, it's, um, it's, I, I did the first version the year before last. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and so I'm going to do level two because I have so many people that have been, you know, uh, doing my audios forever, and uh-huh. they need more advanced. But then there's so many people. I want to do more advanced class. Cool. But yeah. I can't do the advanced class with people that don't meditate. So right. I just thought I have to have them with the baseline of yes. they can at least sit down for 20 minutes or half an hour, 40 minutes, and meditate. And and that it's a regular practice. So basically, the master class is a month-long training. Okay. And you can go from total beginner, like all you've ever done are apps and five-minute meditations, or you've tried meditating and you can't really get into it, or you don't have a regular practice. So that's who it's for. And it will get you to... Um, to be meditating every day. You'll have a regular practice and you'll be going into theta. And I teach all the, the kind of the tricks I've learned over the years. Um, so the, is it based um, on biofeedback, you know, and and my understanding of the brain and brain waves. So I give people tricks to stop the monkey mind and visualize (laughs) and all that. So, yeah. And then some, you know, listening to your intuition, learning to listen and, uh, an embodiment for manifestation and visualization. So all the basics you get Uh in the course. 
Very cool. So you're going to work on doing an advanced course as well. So to do that one, would you, you do the main master class proof of that and then you can do the advanced one? Oh, I think, you know, a lot of people, they don't need to do the, the main one. If they, if they can meditate, then they can take the, the more advanced one. class. Oh, yeah. Cool. Are you? I mean, they, they would be having a hard time doing it. If they, if they had, yeah, you don't have to put yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> gotta yeah. use your self awareness for that for that choice. Yeah, um, that's yeah. Do you do? Are you talking to them live? Is it pre recorded? Do people meditate together? I know, like probably via Zoom or you know a program like that. Is there anything like that involved? Yeah, in I have. Um, I have a new enrollment coming up the end of the month. Oh, exciting! Um, yes, we're opening it up. The end of November. Okay. And uh, and yeah, I'll be doing live coaching calls and group meditations. So, oh, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. But, so when you sign up, you have the course for a year. And, you know, usually during the year I'll be doing, you know, different uh, coaching calls. Or, yeah. And, yeah, group meditations. Wow, that's awesome. So at the end of the month, are you launching this the advanced one? Or is it a real... No, no, not yet. I just moved. I was like, I was going to do it this year, but I just moved. And then my dad passed away. Oh, Ah, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. And so I'm taking care of so much stuff, but probably in January it'll be done. Yeah, Yeah. no, cool. I was just curious for the listeners. Um, So enrollment opens end of November Mm -hmm. for four weeks and it's a four week course. And it's a four-week course. I mean, people can sign up now, but I won't be doing the live until... After November, it's beginning of December. And it's I'll perfect for um, a new year rolling in. So to kind of get a nice reset, exactly. get your meditation practice on course, especially with all the, you know, chaos mm-hmm. in the world. Um, yeah. And then in January, we'll move on to the more advanced. So it's oh, perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. Um, I can't, I've just really enjoyed talking to you. This was amazing. Um, thank you so much. Yes, I really thank enjoyed you for talking taking the time to, you. to talk to me. Uh, I can't thank you enough, but you enjoy the rest of your day and um, I'll be in touch with when, when the final podcast is done and edited and all that. Thanks, Cat Claire. Thank you and have a great day, week, month, everything. Okay. Okay, bye. Take care. You too.